0: my health has been so interesting and as I've gotten so many conditions and at this point, you know, it feels as if it would be a relief to just go, you know, to just actually not, not try anymore. I do understand why people die. Get tired of pain, and that's why people do things against their will. They just get tired, they just get tired, they just get run down, worn down. But you know, when there is that being run down and worn down, then you know, a a light of fire is born within you. And there's a really great quote, and I'll try and remember it. In the depth of winter was born in me an invincible summer, or words to that effect. And there is a light that burns deeply within each and every human heart, and that comes to when we are facing our own personal. Know, shadow trauma, our own personal demise, and viewing, you know, humanity's demise, and you know what's been done to us, what's been done, how we've been made ill, how we've been traumatized, how we've been just misled as to what's good for us, uh, you know, in our organic cells. Because I've been able to travel along this journey and you know gain insight and awareness and as I got iller you know I believe that I was always open as a child but the abuse must have you know it shattered something in me fractured something in me so I believe I was a bright light you know but I, I got lost for a long time in the dark like a long long time and we all have so many patterns and You know, I just layer upon layer, you know, and we all do, because it just, you know, even if we've had a relatively, you know, okay and just kind of mundane, nothing too much on either side life, you've got, you know, trauma passed down to you, you know, ancestrally. And because we don't really, we don't understand our bodies, we don't understand you know, our health, we don't understand how bodies work. So when you decide not to take that, you know, you give up the fear you just allow, because so, yeah, I'm not gonna run to the doctors or the hospital. And, you know, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die at home. I'm gonna die in nice surroundings with nice lights on. And if that's how it's gonna be, that's how it will be. I won't go to that cold place. I won't go to that cold place. So I said to my daughter once, you know, don't take me to the cold place. Take me to the trees. Don't take me to the cold place for the people on their needs. Covered up, and down to die in sterility. Don't take me to that cold place. Take me to the trees. A hundred percent. Take me to the trees, man. Please don't put me in that place. Don't. And, you know, I have had trauma around doctors and stuff, but that's, that, this is not it, you know, that, oh, I can't stand the medical establishment, because I had a few with doctors, no, you know, I knew that the system, before they fucked me over, before they wouldn't, you know, lost scans and blood tests, and left me, left me, left me, and, you know, I should have trusted myself uh, a lot sooner, and my body, but we're taught for such a long time that we're nothing and we're small and we're limited and we need a doctor to kind of tell us what's what but you see if I'd have trusted myself the innate innate intuition that I was getting that I knew that I had cancer I knew that I had cancer after they gave me um candida for in the hospital after that happened, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been unhealthy all my life, you know. I just bring in these conditions all my life to me, but they definitely speeded it up, you know. I am not a victim. I brought everything, everything to me, you know. I am not a victim. I, you know, I, I'm not going to say I deserved it, but I brought it to me because of my patterns and programs and being stuck. Working out what it is to be a human before too long. And then, you know, even when I did start figuring out, once I gave up that utter, just crushing sadness and anger, like, why won't they help me? Oh my god, you know, like, it was just devastating. And then I had to go through, you know, sending off the files and then, like, saving up and paying for blood tests and whatnot because. I couldn't trust them because they were coming back with different results from the same blood test so they were covering up you know they were covering up because they knew that they left me and you know I clearly had something wrong with me I mean I'd go and like log into the hospital I'd go into triage because we didn't know what to do They, they wouldn't do anything at the doctors and they wouldn't do and then I go, they go, now you need to go to the hospital and they go to the hospital and they go, oh, you know, this is not for us, like, I mean, like, what do you go to the hospital for, like, when you're, like, having fits and, like, doubled up in pain and having weed and stuff and then then they're, like, send you away. That makes no sense, that makes no medical sense, I mean, it, it had to be that, it couldn't be anything else, and there was one thing after another, I couldn't literally believe it was happening, and I was like, that's it, and the funny thing was, I'd done that, I knew how the medical system worked, but when you're on the inside of it, you know, it feels different, it feels, because then you're, then you're the vulnerable child, then you're like, what, no, this can't be, this can't be happening, These people are like my carer, you know, these are gods, these are the doctors, these are the the hospital, they take care of us, you know. And then nobody believes you, they're like, what are they doing? Yes, well, they're not doing anything. And then they think you're doing something wrong, the doctors wouldn't do that. You know, don't be silly. Oh, there must be some mistake. And that's exactly what's happening now. There must be some mistake. Oh, no, here's 10,000 tons of evidence of something. Oh, there must be some mistake there must be some mistake, and uh, do you know what, the mistake is, the mistake is trusting anyone but ourselves to know our bodies, because since all that happened, and since I was able to wake up to the truth of the world, and the truth of myself, and know that I either could lay on that sofa and just die, because no one was coming, no one was coming me. And I could feel sorry, like, oh, isn't this a sad story? Oh, boo hoo, yeah, cry yourself to death. You know? And I don't mean that to sound harsh, but I laid there and I felt sorry for myself. You know, I did. I, you know, I was (laughs) I mean, like, it's funny now. Like, even though I am, it's kind of funny. I mean, it might sound sick laughing about it. Like, you know, I was literally... It was like a Monty Python sketch. I mean, seriously, I've gone. <laughs> oh my goodness! Laughing is good for you. you can see, laughing is very, very good for you. It really makes you feel better. But anyway, so I <laughs> oh, do have to laugh. <laughs> it reminds me of a Derek and Clive sketch or something. Oh, okay. Right, so I I'd be laying, there. you know, I got knocked off my bike, so that messed my back up. I just got diagnosed with emphysema. They wanted to do an operation. Then my my dad died. Um, and then I got this neuro disorder, which they didn't know what it was. They called it FND, and then someone jokingly said "fuck nose disorder" because none of the doctors had heard of it. And basically, all that means is, you know, I was having fits. I mean, I couldn't talk. Like, I just stopped like. <laughs> I was having fits. I like was having fits in front of them at the hospital, and they were just like ignoring me, time and time again. And then like patients would come and see if I was okay. Um, but I went after my dad died. Yeah, I just started having fits, and that was not kind of an effect used me so like that was obviously that coming out so that happened for about oh a year um but no one well they didn't find out anything about it you know i think i went to see a neurologist and he didn't even do a scan and um <laughs> said i'll see you in a year <laughs> and that was it and i don't think you need any medication i wouldn't have had it anyway but um yeah that was it so it's just interesting times interesting times and um, that's that's my journey so when after i was having fits now so there's me again laying on the sofa you know on a crutch not using it on the sofa obviously on a crutch laying there having fits oh and then in between that as i had a heart attack on the bus and my daughter had to drag me off the bus so I, you know, I, God, I get it, I get it, I mean, fear, I've used doctors for years, I was on bloody state sponsored addiction for years, you know, I was on it longer than I was ever on the other thing, you know, I was only on that for like six months, we were like shipped up and moved on. You know, the magic pills are always the worst. The magic pills are always the worst. So I've been on both sides. Like, I've taken loads of drugs. The first thing I ever took was, you know, happy pills, Siroxac from the doctor, you know. And that was after being abused. So you, you know, immediately that was like, here you go, here is your escape. Here is your escape, here is a pill. And it never ends. We go from one thing to another, like, you know, it's always, there's always something. We're addicted, we're just addicted to everything. I was, you know, if we if you think you're not addicted to something, I bet there's something you're addicted to. Probably your phone, like, you know, Facebook, whatever. But I was addicted to everything, and I started off taking pharmaceuticals, and that showed me how to numb and deaden my body in pain. So I continued on that path, and I brought loads and loads of stuff to me, but when you come to that level of illness, and so I'm there on the sofa, scratching, you know, like uh, uh, not being able to talk, having like weird fits, I mean, wait, I did, they did give me an EEG, I'll give them that, and then... She said that I had gamma and alpha waves, which when I looked up says like you might have organic brain disease, or if you want to look it at it the other, maybe have more elevated consciousness. But obviously they wouldn't think that because that's just silly, isn't it? But because that by that point i had been meditating a lot because you know I've been going really. No, hang on, no that was before. So I think I cracked my mind so much. I was going really into deep recesses of my mind because I I think around that time I started doing reiki actually yeah I started doing doing reiki then it's really hard to remember timelines so anyway there I am on the sofa scratching and just oh my god and then like one time my neck was bent back so much like it was just stuck in one position. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it is kind of funny, I mean, it really is. And I was stuck there for, like, two hours, and I was trying to, my daughter was upstairs, I could hear her, and I couldn't do anything. So I got kind of sad with that for a while, and then I had to make the decision, like, okay, what are we going to do here, you know what I mean, like, because I literally, I did stay one night, because I was going, like I'd stop breathing, and just, it was kind of torture. I just, I just said like, if you let, if you let me live, you know, I'll do good, if you let me live, I just said that, I'll let you let me live, you do good, I'll do good, and then, you know, different things started coming into my life, and then I didn't learn my lessons, and I kept doing lots and lots and lots of things, I think good things but instead of being addicted to drugs, I got addicted to doing stuff, projects, like 10 million projects at once, you know, never ending, just constant writing, you know, every single second was filled up with doing something, like literally, and it's just so interesting how how we look at health. So basically, I started doing quantum I got, I got healthier, and yeah, my health's gone down again, because I started doing too much, and now I'm facing myself again, and it's got to be alone, it's always got to be alone, that's the way it is, baby, it's, once you let go of the doctor, you let go of fear, because nothing's outside of yourself, you know, so you let go of fear, Okay, so this is my experience with having died once and you know being keeping myself going and it's really a matter and a battle of wills, if you want to call it a battle, it's more a moulding of just into your heart really. And that's how everyone heals. If you if we can face ourselves and really be brave enough to stand, you know, and face all the darkness, all the annoying things. All the things we don't like, all the embarrassing stories we don't want to tell people. Every single bit of uncomfortableness. If we can look at it, that's the game. That's how we heal. I mean, we can have all the tools. Our breath, our sound, our movement, quantum flow, Reiki. You know, beautiful source energy. You know, we have to know who we are. And that means letting go of everything you know in the world. So, over this past year, I've been letting go of all the beliefs and all the limitations that I learned, you know, on my story, on my programmed and patterned past, which is like watching a movie on repeat over and over again. Because it's just, you know, different clothes, same shit, you know different ages, different clothes, same shit, until you get so broken that something in your mind, you're able to kind of rewire yourself because you've broken those connections, you've broken those patterns, something so traumatic has happened that, you know, the compounded sexual abuse being unlocked from, you know, certain things like just the right amount of things going wrong at once to create a... I like just blowing apart of those synapses and just, and then right after I let go of the doctor that's when I found quantum flow and that was a game changer, that was massively a game changer because that works with opening you up and you know, because I already had an understanding of Reiki and i worked a bit with energy medicine and I was just learning things here and there, because I never knew about any of this, and I was just like, what can I do to help myself? Okay, find things, I'll write that. Help right? Um, okay, let me research people who have healed from things. I was not going, you know, once I decided that I wasn't going to lay there and die anymore, you know, and I got up and started doing stuff, and I was like, what can I do, what can I do? You just find things you can do and then you move on to like however small and just then just build it up and just keep the faith, you know, just keep the faith and that's you know, what I'm facing sitting here now and when I decided to record this, I obviously wanted to say something and I'm just doing whatever my body wants now to heal. So I've been on the sofa for four days and you know, today's been a hard day and I actually I I actually dropped my vibe a bit today. <laughs> Pretty entitled to. But I don't even think in those terms anymore. It's, it's just I know there's no point to do that because I'm abs- absolutely keeping myself in optimal human. So even if I'm in absolute you know I'm not in agony anymore, but I can feel that there's a lot of pain there. I can just sit. I can just sit and know that I can face that, I can just sit and breathe, and the only time that I wish that I'll go is just, you know, when I don't keep myself in that calm, restful state, you know, just while I'm just going through these deep feeling, these energies of strong that are around at the moment, so I know people are knocked out, And if you don't know about this kind of thing, there's solar like storms going on at the moment. And this is the 18th of May, I'm talking about 2020 we are. No, 21. Got the year then. We all go into one. So there you go. That's my thoughts on staying well, staying alive, and just a few different things really and I know now that it really is a, it's a matter and a battle of will but not really a battle you know not just just a sinking down and an acceptance because you know what if it's if it's time it's time but I believe it's not and I believe and I know to be true what people I've spoken to have been in this process that it is, you know, like, you kind of, you do have to face death to you heal, know, like, you do have to, you do have to let go and step into the unknown, um, and you don't know whether that unknown is, you know, on the other side, or, like, just, you're just gonna heal, you know, you just, you just found that as, as Tom St. Louis would say, that right alignment Right alignment where you hit that sweet spot and your cells are vibrating just right and you hit that sweet frequency that heals you because that's what we are energy sound vibration frequency so i'm so glad i've learned all the things i've learned i really am anyway if you like what i'm talking about and you like my style and you resonate with what I'm saying then you know, I'm taking I've played a lot of different roles and even coming out from the good side of things, i you know, was playing a role still. So now I'm really dropping back down into who and what I really am. And I'm in deep healing cocoon mode and I'm definitely going to keep making podcasts because this is one that's gonna be great for but <laughs> And I enjoy doing it. And every time I speak into this, I feel the lumps in my throat lessen. Because I guess I never spoke before. You know, I was never allowed to speak. I could never speak any darkness or anything, really. I didn't like myself. But now I am. And that's what I'd like other people to do and be inspired to do too. Just to know that. You know everything really is within us and it's it's hard to know but we just must discover our own inner pharmacies because that's where our true power is that's where our freedom is because the things and the fear that holds us about illness is such a big thing it's everything so once you can let go and you start you know that you can heal yourself, well that's everything, because once you know you can heal yourself, then you know you can manifest. So, it really is key in getting people to really step into their true power and really, really empower themselves. And I'm learning and I'm looking to empower myself, because I'm planning to be here for a long, long time, so I choose to live and actually I will and desire and decree and declare that I will be here for a very, very long time. Okay, well, wherever you are, whoever you are, I love you and I hope you're well.